everybody, and welcome back to The Tea with Crema. My name is Chris, I'll be one of your hosts today, and I'm joined by my best friend, Emma. Hello, everyone. Today's episode is brought to you by the letter R for Reddit and A for Am I the Asshole? Because that's what we're doing today. We have really explored, we've been getting into Reddit the past year or two or so. You know, the pandemic really showed us that this is, Reddit is a really nice resource. There's a lot of information there, but also there's some crazy stuff on Reddit. And we really enjoyed just reading the Ada posts that are on Reddit. They have their whole little groups or subreddits or whatever they're called. And so we just wanted to do an episode of just reading because some of these stories, when I tell you, are truly just... Wild. Wild, mind-blowing. I was not ready. We've kind of compiled some of the ones that we've read a little bit more recently just to go through and kind of weigh in. Do we agree? Do we disagree? Or are we honestly just here for the ride? So (laughs) (laughs) that's our episode today. Before we get started, we're going to do a tea check. So Emma, what tea did you bring today? I'm boring. I brought a green tea. (laughs) Yay. Pure green tea that is certified organic from the Hawaiian Islands Tea Company, www.hawaiianislandstea.com. I'm, I'm actually, now that I've drank enough green tea, I will say that it's not a very good green tea. Sorry, Hawaiian Islands Tea Company. It's all right. It just kind of tastes like very hot water. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, it's one of those things that like, it's almost like you commit to like a type of tea and just kind of drink that all the time. And then eventually yeah. like, oh, now I understand. Some of these are not good. These are not good. Yeah. So I would probably give this a two out of five on in terms of my green tea repertoire. I'm now a green tea connoisseur. I don't know. I'm saying it's such an aggressive French accent, but what are you? Okay. There are better options other places. Yes. And probably cheaper. Mm, That's true. Today I'm drinking a mamaki tea by Wood Valley Ranch, and this is an herbal tea made from slow-dried mamaki leaves, which are grown in like the Wood Valley Ranch in Hawaii, and apparently it's known for its health benefits, so it's an antioxidant and very like mineral-rich, and so I was really curious, and like the way it's packaged makes it seem like it is okay to drink by itself, but you can also add different things so it recommends things like uh, hibiscus and pomegranate to kind of add some flavor profiles and layers to it but I would say like aesthetically it looks like a green or a white tea mm-hmm. but it, I don't know it does taste there have been a few of the boxes that are coming from like non-traditional tea sources and it's different. And so I just have to kind of approach it with a different mindset of like, it's not a green tea. It's not a white tea. It is something different. And so I like it. And I definitely think that if I had like the mixer expertise, I would certainly do it that way too, possibly. Oh, interesting. I'm reading about it right now. So it's pronounced mamaki. Um, and it kind of looks like a shiso plant. Interesting. But... Does it say on there what, like, the medicinal purposes are? No, it just says that it's high in antioxidants and minerals. Yeah, so according to this thing, it says that it is it has been historically used to aid in digestion and as a tonic for your internal organs. Hmm. 
That's what the okay. ancient, that's like what the native Hawaiians used to use it as. Seems like the general internal well-being type tea. Yeah. Does it taste good though? Like, is it, does it have nice flavor on its own? Yeah. I mean, it's pretty chill. It doesn't, I would say it would probably be overpowered by anything that you would add to it, but it, mm. I think if you were drinking it for like the underlying purposes or just because you needed a foundational drink, mm-hmm. then I think it would be fine. And then you add those other flavors because you, you know, you prefer lemon or you prefer hibiscus or mm. pomegranate. You would add it for that reason. Um, which is really nice because then to still have the benefits in the core tea, just the flavor, in the, in the flavor of your favorite flavor, I think would be really nice. So maybe one day I'll learn how to just throw in some pomegranate leaves or fruits or see however they make pomegranate teas. I don't know. It's common. They be doing it. You're going to be a mixologist of tea, a teaologist. Teaologist. Who knows? You know, that could be the next step in my tea evolution. We'll see him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But on today's episode, those of you that don't know how to use Reddit or have never been on Reddit, if I'm being quite honest, Reddit was really confusing to me the very first time that I ever tried it. And that was, I want to say in college, because there there are so many hidden gems that I see on Reddit. There were a lot of posts and references from like Twitter, Facebook, all these other social medias were like, oh man, all of the drama was on Reddit yesterday. And I tried really hard in college to figure out Reddit and could <laughs> not do it. I just was like, where, where's the drama? How do I find it? I don't know where the gold is. And so, <laughs> you know, came back to it a few years later as an adult and was like, oh, okay. You find the topic that you're interested in and then you just start to engage more and more. And then that's how you kind of find the drama. And so one such place that has all of the fun information, all the fun drama is the subreddit called Am I the Asshole? And this is where people typically create like burner accounts, anonymous accounts, and they're facing some sort of like doubt in their life where they have engaged with someone and they're putting the details out there and they need to know, was I in the wrong? Did I do something weird? Am I the asshole in this situation? And so, honestly, some of them are truly out of left field. I don't know what these people were thinking, but that's the point of the thread, is to to read, to enjoy, and just live your best life anonymously, which is also really nice, because Reddit can be a very anonymous place if you want it to be. So, I also, sorry, I just want to point out, too, that it's so funny, because some of these are so out of left field that a lot of people will always comment on it, like, this is fake. There's no way that this is real. But I've read enough of them that I'm kind of like, mm, people are kind of, people are kind of weird. A little so bit shady. Be doing stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot of it shady. <laughs> the way that I've chosen to arrange the ones that I brought are the more predictable, less serious ones, or uh-huh. I guess the more predictable ones in the beginning. And then hopefully you'll notice a pattern of like, as I'm going, they get a little wilder. <laughs> So that's my goal. That's my pattern. I don't know if you've kind of arranged yours in a pattern or if you're just going freestyle random. I just went freestyle random, which again, I feel like this always happens to us. (laughs) Chris is always a little bit more organized and I like, I have picked these. Okay guys, like we've been planning this episode for about a month now. So I've had them picked. And so I was reading through them again and then like double check them with my sister and Isaac. And they're like, man, those are okay. And I'm like, Oh my God. It's fine. It's fine. Some of them are all in your head and they're great. So without any further ado, let's just jump into it, right? Yes. 
Let's do it. All right. So the way Am I the Assholes are functioned or formatted, there is the great question at the top, and then they provide details. So the first one says, Am I the asshole for giving my dad his money back in front of his other kids and telling him he was no longer welcome at my graduation? Oh. I love these titles. Because <laughs> mm, they are scandalous when I tell you. So this one is a kid is graduating next week and his dad had given him some money to pay for the party. He lives mostly with his mom and they were supposed to be hosting, the, the mom and the dad were supposed to be hosting the event together. He has a rocky relationship with his dad because when they were four, they separated and then they split custody, but he was still able to be involved. When he was about 10 years old, he met a lady and him and the lady had three kids, twins, and then one, like, single kid. Listen, a singleton. Like, a singleton, you know? So then, apparently, they got married when he was 12. And even before that, he felt like he would prioritize his other kids over him. So he would cancel plans if they wanted to do something. Or he would force him to go and say that it was better for their plans, even if he didn't necessarily feel that way. Some examples going on a hike versus taking them to an indoor play area. Like that's great for a four or five year old, but like I'm 14. It's no, just creepy I don't. at this point if I'm there. It's creepy. <laughs> I don't want to be here. Well, another example would be that he was given a ticket for a concert. Dad was supposed to buy the ticket and go with them for like some father son time. But then he actually like took the money and painted one of their kids' rooms, his other kids' what? rooms. What? And so, yeah. And then he told him last minute. And so, like, there are other times that this happened. So he broke his arm and he didn't show up to the hospital because the other kid was getting his tonsils out. And then he told my mom over the phone to tell me that he was proud of me for being brave and understanding at the hospital with, like, the broken arm when he was at the tonsils thing. And so when he would bring the stuff up to his dad, he'd say that it was natural to feel jealous and that he was, like, sharing the attention and he just kind of left it at that. So in 2019, and this is from, I think, this post from 2020. So in 2019, he said that he would split the cost of a trip to go on with one of her high school, with one of his high school clubs, because, you know, mom just didn't have it for the trip because those high school trips are expensive. So the mom had saved her half. And so then it came time to be like, okay, it's time to like, Where's your half? He said that the bills were tight and it was a twin's birthday and the money needed to go on something for them and that we could do something as a family when the trip happened instead. And at which point he was like, forget it. It doesn't even matter. He told his dad at that time that he was making it clear who was more important and that he was just going to stay with his mom the whole time from that point forward. Apparently the mom borrowed the money to cover the other half of the trip. This was apparently getting closer to graduation. Dad said that he regretted making him feel less important and that they were working on things and that the graduation money was given about a month ago prior to this post. So a week before the graduation, he called and said that one of his stepkids was being bullied, that they're having a really hard time, and that if he could have the money back to help cheer them up for their birthday. And so the son was angry. He hung up. And two days later, he went to the dad's house, gave him the money and said he didn't want to see him or the family at graduation and that he had chosen who was more important and that he it would be, it would be better if he just like stayed out of his life. All of his kids were there and he so they saw this exchange. He didn't stick around. The dad called and was like, we need to talk it out like adults and that he had hurt his feelings. And so he just blocked everyone. NTA, not the asshole. And I think that was the consensus of everyone. A lot of people were like older and they had kids and they were just like, that's just not how you navigate. Children. But you know what's so sad is because I feel like I've heard 
many a story of that, right? Mom and dad split up, mom or dad ends up with a new family. The thing that like gets to me though, is that biologically those are not his kids, which again, like I come from a very mixed family and like, you know, we definitely did not believe in like steps versus like biological children, like one or the other, you know, halves were not whatever. But like the thing that's getting to me is that equality like where's the equality also why are you giving me money and then asking for it back like no that's tacky even on the best of situations exactly oh i think my heart just breaks about the like the trip knowing that the mom had like done her she had best, to come out of know? pocket mm-hmm. and i had to like go out and borrow the money from some somewhere else you know what i mean Mm-mm. super shady so that was my first one it was a very clear like the decision was very easy i just enjoyed like the trip the drama i was just like oh my gosh and some of the comments were someone was like mm, you can always tell in um old old people care who really like cared for their kids he <laughs> won't be one of the ones that like ends up with no visitors he just in the nursing home by himself mm-hmm. bags oh that's so sad though i feel for that kid that's just really sad all around okay so mine is, am I the asshole for bringing my baby to a child-free wedding? Now, as a gal who's planning their upcoming wedding, I would like it to be child-free, which I know Tongans and Samoans are going to, if they listen to this podcast, are going to listen and be like, girl, try try again. That's not going to happen because everybody be having like 10 kids each. And to say like they're not going to have kids there is like a whole thing. And like Isaac had a cousin who had a wedding and they made it child free and it was a big thing. And that, you know, like me being young, I was like, oh my gosh, why wouldn't they want the kids there? Okay, I've priced it out. Kids are expensive, y'all. So like, I get it. Also, if that's not the vibe for your wedding to be having thousands of children running around, like all power to you, you're the one paying for it. So you do you. Okay, so here it goes. My cousin lives a six-hour drive for me and the rest of our family. A few months ago, we drove over there for his wedding. Due to limited space, no children were invited to the nephews or to the wedding except the bride's young nieces and nephews. My baby was 10 months old at the time, and I wasn't comfortable leaving him alone in an unfamiliar place with a stranger, which is the babysitter that my other cousins hired for their own kids. So I decided to bring him to the wedding. I wrote on the RSVP that I was bringing him, but he would be sitting on my lap and I could bring my own food for him. My cousin didn't say anything, so I assumed that he was okay with it. My baby cried at the ceremony, but I quickly took him out of the room. At the reception, I had him with me the whole time in a baby cat in a body carrier. He didn't make much of a fuss and I thought everything was okay. After the wedding, my aunt, the groom's mom, confronted me and told me that I was rude for bringing my baby without permission. I explained that I wrote on the RSVP what I was planning to do, but my cousin didn't object. She said that my cousin and his bride had a problem with it, but the bride didn't want to start any drama because she doesn't know me very well. My other cousin's baby was seven months old at the time, and my aunt said that he had no problem leaving his baby with a certified babysitter, and I should have done the same. And some of my cousins were upset because they thought that the groom gave me special treatment by letting me bring my baby and making them leave their kids with a babysitter. I didn't mean to start any drama. Am I the asshole? I would say this is one of those ones where I'm like, no one's the asshole, but it could have been handled better all the way around. All the way around, right? Like, Because she did say, first of all, I mean, my thing is they made it clear on the initial invitation, A, space was limited. There's no kids. If you weren't comfortable leaving your kid in whatever the prearranged establishments were, don't, or don't go. That's you still try. So my thing was like you were already kind of like trying to push it at that point when you sent in your RSVP 
with the special note saying, I'm bringing my kid. I get where she's going. Like, you know, she really wanted to go, you know? So it was like, let me at least like ask. But again, once you open that can of worms, it's hard to keep the worms back in that can. And so, yeah, now all the cousins are mad because they're like, why did I pay for a babysitter if mm-hmm. I could have just brought the kid in? See, and then it's always really messy too when it's like, no kids except for these kids, right? Which was what I had originally intended for this upcoming wedding was that, yeah, no kids except for Isaac and myself's nieces and nephews, right? And then the thing is, is that it gets into this situation where people are like, well, why can those kids come in? Okay, are you paying for your kids? Riddle me that. Because if you're not, then I don't want to hear it. Now, if it was somewhere that was like in a park and like maybe like a very spacey hall, would I mind if there were children running around? No, not at all. But you still got to feed them even if they're running around in the park. Exactly. That's what I just can't know. Yeah. So are they the asshole? I would say yes, they are the asshole because there were so many things that should have been taken into. Exactly. Like, okay, you wrote it on the RSVP. Do you know how many RSVPs they get in the day? You know, like however many that are are coming in. Why don't you call them? Why don't you text them? Something a little extra of like, hey, I did make a special note on the RSVP. You're right. She's the asshole. I, in the best, like in the best way. Yeah, it, exactly. Like I don't think there was any malicious intent. There was no malintent in any of this, right? But at you the end of the day, did you did you break the rules? Yes. Did you start yeah. unnecessary drama? Yes. Will you, you always be that cousin that brought their baby, their uninvited baby, to the wedding? Yes. Yes. That's you. <laughs> All right. So sad. Okay, next one. Question is, am I the asshole for giving my girlfriend less food than me when I cook? If Isaac ever tried to pull that. <laughs> yes, you are the asshole. I don't even want to hear it no more. <laughs> it's so funny. Okay, keep going. So, the dude is six foot two, 220 pounds. And so he his girlfriend's calling him an asshole because she's 5'3", 130. He doesn't make their plates with the same amount of food when he cooks and makes their plates. She okay. says that he should be making this even amounts of food. And he says that she doesn't need as much because she doesn't go to the gym and she is much smaller. So she needs less food just to stay alive than I do. All things being equal. Oh, he was going with an equity mindset, not an equality. <laughs> also, it's not like... I'm starving her by giving her one-tenth of what I'm eating. It might be like half the amount of fries if we're having burgers or something. I feel like the stance is reasonable, but I wanted to ask. <laughs> Please so, tell me that people said that he was the asshole. They did. And his final thing was like, some people are really mean. I have feelings too. <laughs> well, if you had feelings... I feel like a lot of the times, though, when people like come on there, they're really seeking validation. Like they really think that they're in the right. <laughs> and that's, think, the part that, that's the part that kills me because he's like, yeah, everybody about to be on my side. Jim bros, you got me right. Nah. And that was like because one of his edits was like my girlfriend has enough food to eat growing up. I was one of those like can't leave the table until you finish your food kind of kids. And so if someone to consistently put too much food on my plate, I would eat it on gain weight with no question. And so she's not trying. He's not trying to do that to other people. I get that because that's valid. That yes. does happen growing Dude, up. Why are we but even like, serving each other on plates? At that point, just like leave it all out. Let her get as I'm much like, food as she wants. Also, you're adults. She doesn't have to eat it all if she doesn't want to. <laughs> you're not keeping her at the table. <laughs> so, and then they had, to, um, they had to lock it due to excessive rule violations, a.k.a. people are being very mean on the post. I enjoyed bad. reading it. 
I really, I truly enjoyed because she don't go to the gym. I was like, and he said, because she's smaller. No, no. Okay, are you ready for my next one? Mm-hmm. Off the title, I was like, I need to read more. Am I the asshole for sending my coworker into anaphylactic shock? I'm at a loss here, guys. Realistically, I'm in the clear. Legally, I'm in the clear. But I'm being vilified by my coworkers, and I'm genuinely considering, genuinely considering quitting my job because of this mess. So I work a pretty standard day job, and at night, I help my friend with her restaurant, which serves an assortment of Thai cuisine. To be honest, I'm insanely picky, but I fell in love with this peanut sauce that the main chef makes, and he showed me how to make it. So about once a week, I take it on either noodles or stir-fry to my day job for lunch. People know this, and and a handful have tried it. It smells nutty. It tastes nutty. It's a white girl pie thai, basically. Lately, my lunches have been disappearing, or I'll open my lunchbox to find half of my food is missing. I've tried addressing it, but nothing has been changing, and I was pretty sure it was one of the new hires that was doing it, but had no proof. Until now. Thursday, I took my noodles and my entire Tupperware was missing, which hasn't happened before. I'm pissed, but what can I do? A coworker shared her pizza with me, and that was that, until today. My boss confronted me and accused me of poisoning my noodles because his daughter, parentheses, one of the new girls, borrowed my lunch and had to be hospitalized. Turns out she's severely allergic to nuts, ate some, and boom, anaphylaxis. She used an EpiPen, had to be hospitalized, and now her dad is trying to hold me accountable for her bills and condition. But I don't see it. Why should I pay? I don't mark my food as an allergen because I'm not allergic to it. She was just dumb enough to steal from me and eat something she can't have. But he's being hateful, and some of my older coworkers are icing me out because I warned him I'd report any harassment to, uh, to HR if he tried anything funny. Brown nosers, I guess. My friend is aware and offered me a full-time job, but I just can't help but feel it's unfair. At the same time, I could have killed his daughter, though. So, am I the asshole? (laughs) I feel like no. No! Right? Don't eat food that's not yours. You don't know what they'd be putting in there. Exactly. And again, with the whole thing with the allergen thing, like, why am I going to put nuts on here? Exactly. And it would be one thing if it was like, because there are some people that are so allergic that like the smell of it will send them. Like it's a nut free zone. In which case there should have been formal notification from the boss that says, hey, we have someone who is like definitely allergic, severely allergic. Please refrain from bringing because at least then you could say like, okay, well, you still chose to do that. That's on you. Like you made an active decision despite the fact that we notified you of someone's like medical conditions in that regard. And you still made that choice. But no, it sounds like none of that happened. Why aren't you getting on your daughter for still? Also, if your daughter worked there, y'all got money. <laughs> if you're the boss and your daughter works there, why is she stealing food? I think that's the first thing we need to address. <laughs> so then they, they, they made an edit because the reason why the coworkers were so upset was because they thought that she had willingly put the peanuts in her dish. They thought that she was trying to poison the new person, which, like, again, regardless, stop eating my food. I brought this for me. Also, peanuts in it, not arsenic. Like, <laughs> people are so nervy. I cannot. She literally just flavored the food. She didn't try to poison it. Also, oh she said gosh. it's white girl pad thai, so y'all know it's not even seasoned. Like, <laughs> there's nothing else in it except for the peanut oh. butter. <laughs> oh, that's wild. Okay, I have one that's very, very, very similar. And it's Emma the asshole for switching to regular milk to prove my lactose intolerant roommate keeps stealing from me. <laughs> I love this. So it's just like, 
me and two other guys live in an apartment. We split all the bills. The only thing we don't split is the cost of groceries. You buy your own food. You don't touch everyone else's stuff. You put your name on it so it doesn't get mixed up. Mm-hmm. Um, but apparently this issue has been going on for quite some time. So one of the roommates keeps stealing their food. They'll get home from work and containers with their leftovers are missing. Like they gone. They've been eaten. And stuff finishes too quickly. So like a gallon of milk. They buy almond milk. And it'll be gone after a week, even if they've only drunk it like once or twice. So he's confronted this roommate about it, like the roommate that he thinks he's having the issues with. And they've just had arguments about it because the roommate will outright deny it and tell them he's crazy. He's overacting, all this other stuff. Mm -hmm. So the other roommate that they have, they carpool together because they work very similar times in similar areas. And so... He's able to piece together that, like, if we're going to work and coming back from work at the same time, it, it, it's probably not you. And if the food was there in the morning, we go to work, then there's not an issue. And, like, mm-hmm. the roommate's having similar issues. And so the funny thing is that the other roommate apparently buys a lot for themselves, um, but is also very stingy. And will literally point out, like, when he's grocery shopping, like, don't touch his things, essentially. And so Wait, last the roommate week, that's stealing things is saying don't touch things? Yes. So last week, the milk was nearly empty, and he got fed up. So he went to the store, bought regular dairy milk, drank what was left of the almond milk, and refilled it with the regular milk. (laughs) So the next day, they got back from work, and the roommate is pissed. He yelled that he was stuck in the bathroom for 40 minutes with diarrhea because of the milk, and that he had only used it in a shake. And so the original guy responded with like, so you're the one who's been stealing. And so he exploded and he was like, yeah, he admitted that sometimes he's drinking his milk and eating his food, but he was more mad that he had switched the milks than the fact that he had gotten caught. (laughs) And so the guy told him that he wouldn't have done it if you would just like stop taking my stuff from the fridge. And so the other roommate backed him up. And so he was trying to, the stealing roommate was trying to convince the other guy to like kick him out. Plot twist, what he doesn't know is that apparently him and the roommate that carpooled together are actually looking for a whole new spot without the stealing guy. I guess he was telling some friends and they thought that he was the asshole, but I'm like, mm, no. You can do whatever you want with your own food. If we're not sharing groceries, like, no. You can put whatever you want in that milk container. And you can I put bleach in know. there. Just kidding. <laughs> you could have. Maybe that's what your family does. They store bleach in the refrigerator. But. <laughs> I think the worst part, though, is because he had the audacity to be mad about the switched milk. Like, friend, if you weren't so stingy with your food, we would not be in this issue. But slippery soap of having roommate. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Not the asshole. Okay. Last one. Oh, and I didn't get the title because it didn't have a title. It was just on Twitter. And I saw Uh, it and I was like, okay, so there's no title. I'm sure it's something wild. Am I the asshole for having flowers at my wedding? My wedding was put on hold due to coronavirus. During this time, sister-in-law's grandfather got sick, so she traveled to stay with her family. I was left in charge of feeding her dog, and my sister-in-law has always grown beautiful flowers and succulents. She knows how much I admire her green thumb. Before she left, she cut all the heads off of her roses, and this is where I made my mistake at the time, because I did not know that you could cut the heads off roses and make more grow. Basically, she was pruning her roses, okay? So when I, when I was over feeding the dog, I noticed more growing and was amazed. Then the restrictions in my country were lifted, and my husband and I decided to throw together a quick wedding ceremony. The idea just came to me to use the roses she'd grown, thinking that she had cut them and that she'd not know I'd taken any. 
As I was overcutting them, I remembered the succulents and decided to grab a few in their pots to use as centerpieces. We'd always wanted to get married in my grandmother's church and venue hall, which was two hours away from our home and sister-in-law's home. Sister-in-law decided that she'd come back for the wedding, but would fly into the local airport, then go straight to the local hotel instead of going home when she landed and then driving to the wedding. So she just flies into where the wedding is directly. The wedding itself went beautifully. She was happy and I was so happy that everyone was happy. We get to the party. And sister-in-law notices the succulents and gets very angry, asking if they're hers and how could I do that? She started trying to snatch them up. Unfortunately, this caused a light fuss while I, was, while I asked her to stop, that she was ruining my wedding while I grabbed at the succulent. She loudly said, you're stealing from me. My family wrongly took this to mean that they could take the succulents. The ones they didn't take, they ended up damaged as people touched the leaves and squeezed them. Sister-in-law took all of the succulent centers that she could, left in a huff after the party died down, and pretty much everyone in her family took her side, whereas my family thinks it's flowers and it's ridiculous. When she arrived home the next day, she noticed the roses were gone and sent a message saying how could I steal her plants without permission and that she was sick of me stepping uh, overstepping all the time. Personally, I feel like they're just plants. They will grow back, and it's a shame for her to have spoiled the after party when she could have just left the succulents and most people would have ignored them. But I also understand that she spends a lot of time and money growing them, many of these plants, and they are her pastime, and that I should have asked to use them. TLDR version. Borrowed some flowers for without permission, but sister-in-law shouted at me during my wedding party. Am I the asshole? Ma'am, absolutely. No part of this was ever set up for you not to be. Oh like, my god. And the thing that gets me, I'm like, what? Like, you knew you were stealing immediately. Talking about, oh, I just took some of her succulents for funsies. Like, what? The fact that people then stole the succulents, right? Because they thought the centerpieces were to go home is what gets me. Like, they went even further. Oh, this whole man. family is a bunch of scammers. Like, all of them thieves. thieves. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. And you didn't even, like, didn't have the common like, decency to just, like, text her, call her, nothing. You were just like, oh, some roses. Okay, girl, I got you. She gonna come up with them. She gonna see them, and everyone's gonna think it's so beautiful. Oh, man. The part that gets me is when she goes home and realizes that her roses are gone. And then, on top of that, she's dealing with her sick grandfather. Like, no, you are completely the asshole. In all regards, the whole thing. So this one is probably, like, the longest one. But okay. honestly, when I tell you these updates went all the way wild. So, so we'll also, have to check in mid-story. It is crazy. I love when I see those. When it has like hecka like updates and stuff like that, I'm like, oh, they were definitely not getting the not the getting response the- that they needed <laughs> at all. So this one's Emily Asshole for telling my sister that she should have been expected to be outshone by her best friend at her wedding. Worked. Like, set up, scam. Like automatically I was like, Yeah, you're the asshole. So her sister has been friends with this girl. For as long as she can remember. They basically grew up together. Like a second sister. The friend has outrageous fashionable sense. She's the person that would wear those runway outfits that you think no one would actually wear. Ah, got it. Whatever that means. Clearly a very fashionable lady. So the sister got engaged pre-COVID. Almost as soon as it happened, she started being really weird to her friend. She made her sister the maid of honor. And the sister was really surprised. They had always sworn that they were going to be each other's maid of honor at their weddings. And so she was like, I'm her blood sister. So it wasn't like that weird, but it was definitely like a little red flag kind of popped up. Um, So she was blown away that she made a group chat and that Ruby wasn't even a bridesmaid. Friend's name is Ruby. 
The friend wasn't even a bridesmaid, wasn't even wasn't in the line. Wasn't even a bridesmaid, was not even in the line. The mom and the sister tried to talk to her and were like, did y'all get into an argument? Like, y'all have been friends forever. Like, what happened? She was just like, not respond. And she's like, okay, let it go. It's not my wedding. It's between y'all. It's fine. The mom would constantly try to be like, hey, do you want to invite Ruby to like your dress fitting or to this or to that? And like, she would always just shoot her down. So on a Saturday, the sister got married. She had a beautiful wedding. It was socially distanced, but she was seething the whole time because of what the friend wore to the wedding. It wasn't at all outrageous by, I guess, apparently, like, compared to what she would usually wear. The sister was like, I don't think she wore it to outshine her sister. The sister wore a very simple wedding dress. It was her choice to wear the simple wedding dress. And as maid of honor, she went to her fitting and she was like, that's the dress she chose. Like, Mm -hmm. her sister chose this Mm -hmm. wedding dress, a very simple wedding dress. So the sister has been cursing out the friend, saying that their friendship is over and that she'd been ignoring her all through lockdown. And so finally, she was like, you've been friends with her all of your life. You know that she dresses like this. So, like, why are you being like this? And also, like, is there a way for you to have talked it out with her ahead of time or just made her a bridesmaid? So then at least then she, like... She'd be in the, in the thing that everyone else is wearing. So then the sister lost it. And she sent the friend some really horrible messages after she screamed at her sister, didn't say a word, and has been apparently bowed-mouthing her to her dad, to their dad. Um, and that the mom had told the sister that she should apologize to her friend because like, this doesn't make any sense. They were best friends before COVID, before the wedding, but the sister's like, that's none of your business. You should be supporting me because I'm your sister. I'm your blood. So that's where it originally ends. Am I the asshole? asshole. The sister. Is the sister the asshole or is the poster the the asshole? The bride, the poster, who was the sister of the bride. No. Like, I feel like there's a lot of background that I'm missing, obviously, because, like, how do you go from being best friends to, like, not even being involved in the wedding in any sense, right? Like, people shift, people, you know, grow apart. Like, that's normal. But for you to, like, pre-COVID still be, like, in each other's, like, lives and stuff and then all of a sudden cut out, it's weird. It was a red flag. So everyone was like, that's really weird. And again, she was like, if you didn't want to be outshown, you could have put your best friend as the, on the line because at least then, yeah, she would have, you would have controlled you're, you're her dress. You're controlling it. Next. So some clarificational points were made. The friend didn't wear a wedding dress or anything outrageous. She wore a bodycon dress in a satiny material, and she wasn't the only person wearing a bodycon dress at the wedding. Okay. In fact, the bridesmaids were in bodycon dresses. Oi, oi. She didn't look out of place. She didn't look all that great. It wasn't spaghetti strap. It was the full length, and it had sleeves. Because people were trying to find, like, were there red flags about the dress? Nothing. Yeah, like, so she um, followed the assignment on the, whatever mm-hmm. the invite said. Okay. Mm-hmm. They said that the friend is attractive, but that's never been an issue. They've been friends for 25 years. They didn't grow apart. They've been in contact even since adults. Everyone was really confused about, like, the mom and the sister weren't trying to be controlling. They were just like, you've been friends with this person for 25 years, and now you're suddenly not. Are y'all okay? Yes. Like, I'm so confused. Did somebody sleep with somebody's husband? Like, (laughs) So, update. There's more drama. So, she was going to tell the sister, like, over the morning, like, how much she means for her. And, like, so the husband asked if she could talk to the sister because they've had a massive fight because he tried to defend the friend on wedding night. He asked me, he asked if I could explain where he messed up and how to make it up for her. This is the first time he's ever asked me for help in their relationship so he's clearly at a loss she said the that she was confused and that she didn't even know why the friend wasn't in a bridal party to try to just talk it out 
So I'm like, y'all just got married and y'all already having like these major arguments. Red flag. So this, this is where it gets really weird. The groom said that the reason that the friend wasn't in the wedding party was because he had wanted her as the best woman and the sister wanted her as a maid of honor. So the sister wouldn't budge and said that they should just drop her from both parties to be fair. So he explained it to, and I'm going to read it in the same order because I was confused. I was like, I'm confused. We didn't mention anything about the groom being friends with being friend. good enough friends to be like, oh, you're going to be the best man. Exactly. He said that he explained it to the friend and that that's why they had had the fight because I guess the sister didn't really want her to like explain it. She just, she said what she said. She meant it. So he just, she, the sister hung up and was like, this is confusing. I, it's not my problem anymore. I don't know why at this point, even she was like, I don't know why the husband would want the friend as the best woman because they only met after from what she understood. He had met her afterwards. So like the timeline wasn't timelining for her. And so, so far she's like trying to take their advice and not meddle. Update two. It gets worse. The groom called her 30 minutes before the edit. Um, he was very angry and asked if any of the groomsmen had acted inappropriately towards her. Towards who? The friend or towards the, the sister? The sister. So she could hear the sister shouting in the background and said that they had been perfect gentlemen and that she hadn't had any contact with them since. He then asked if the best friend knew that she was meant to be best woman as well. To which she responded, it's possible, but she doesn't know because the sister had been very secretive and he'd be better off figuring out between them himself. So he laughed and he hung up. I'm I'm so confused. Where's this going? Oh my gosh. Update three. Oh my lord. (laughs) There's been a lot of shouting and tears. I'm exhausted, but so many people have commented for an update, so here it is. I'm still kind of in shock. So apparently the sister who got married has been lying to everyone about everything. It's very complicated. So the list is actually what I used to wrap my head around it because it's all the facts that I have in chronological order. So like homegirl was so confused living the experience that she had to like (laughs) she had to timeline it herself. So the groom had been to jail and is an ex-drug addict. Okay. He had met the best friend before he met the sister. How? During recovery. He was struggling a lot and the friend helped him out. And so he considers the friend to be one of his closest friends. Ruby. Yes. So two years later, the groom was doing really well at his job. He was very stable, very functional. So Ruby introduced him to the sister. The best friend. The best friend. (sighs) The sister was very reluctant to have a relationship because of his past, but then she started to have strong feelings. Eventually, they they were dating. She was very ashamed, so she told everyone that they met over a dating app, and the groom consented at the time. Oh, no. Okay. As... The groom became more comfortable with himself and the relationship became more serious. He told the sister that he needed to be that she needed to be more honest about the history. She mm-hmm. agreed to tell everyone, but she didn't. She told the groom that she had told everyone and that she wrote a fake letter and made it seem like it was from the family about how they were really grateful for his honesty and accepted him. She told the best friend that the parents reacted really badly so that the best friend would never bring it up around the groom or the family. There's just like so many, I feel like the sister's just like gaslighting everyone. (laughs) Everyone. So then when the groom proposed, the sister started freaking out and the groom wanted people from his support group to be there. 
and wanted to have the best friend as his best woman. Yes. But she was like, this was going to start exposing her lie. The timeline. Yeah. So <gasps> the sister pretended to be really upset that she couldn't have the best friend as her maid of honor. So she dropped her from both wedding parties. And she did that to make everyone happy. And she knew that if she wasn't the best woman, it could have gotten back to the fact that she hasn't not been honest about the start of their the relationship. She told the groom and his friends from his support group that they shouldn't mention the addiction in speeches or even casual conversation because it was a sensitive topic for certain family members before the wedding. She really tried to control the entire narrative. Told a bridesmaid lies about the best friend and that she had a habit of causing scenes. She was going to try to sleep with the groomsmen. That one of them was her ex-boyfriend that had dumped her. That she would get way too drunk. And it painted her as a disaster. So that the bridesmaids wouldn't like her. And would try to keep her away from certain people during the wedding. Oh my gosh. And so then after the wedding, the sister put on enormous meltdowns about the dress. The bridesmaids obviously didn't have a very positive opinion about the best friend. Already. So easy to convince about the imagined slight and that the dad did everything because, you know, that's your girl. So she was, she was the bride. So he just like, he went along with it. You know what I mean? So then this was her trying to cut Ruby, the girl, the best friend out of everyone's lives. She tried to do the same thing with the groomsmen by insisting that they had made inappropriate comments about the bridesmaids. Oh, so she's just trying to. So the idea was to basically remove anyone from the truth from that general circle so that they would never bring it up again. The groom started smelling a rat. So he was asking exactly like, he started asking questions like, what was the issue? What were the groom, uh, the groomsmen saying? Like what was going on? It turned into an argument. So then he started calling people to try to figure out what had happened. He so tried to corroborate of, his story. He was over here, Nancy Drewing. Mm, so a couple of the bridesmaids said that, you know, they went to bat for her. They were like, oh, she's telling the truth, told the story that she, that they were told to tell. Some were really uncomfortable and it was just really awkward. At this point, he began to figure out that, like, her math was not mathing. Oh and God. asked her to be very upfront. He texts everyone to confess his past and that he kicked her out and that she was on her way to, like, go explain everything. Also, like, how sad. Like, how sad that you couldn't just, like, come to terms with your new husband's past that you decided to spin this whole entire... You know what this reminds me of? Do you remember 27 Dresses and how the sister fakes like her entire relationship to be with the guy? And so she says oh. like, oh yeah, I'm a vegetarian. And then at the bachelorette party is like eating ribs. And then she's like trying to play it off. She's like, oh, that was like before we met. And then the new hut or the new fiance is like, but you have your engagement ring on. Like, I'm so confused. Like, it's a whole thing. Oh my gosh. Yes. You are not the asshole. First of all. Also, your sister's an asshole. Also, Ruby did not deserve this. Team Ruby. <laughs> At all. Oh, my gosh. So that was one of those ones, like, the answer was pretty clear from jump. But, like, I was here for the drama and the updates. And I feel like the original poster was also here for the drama and the updates because they were, they needed a place to, to process, unpack. Put out the timeline. Because when I tell you, I was like, oh, my gosh. I that was is- so con- like, I was so confused about the whole best woman part. I was like, why would you have this, like, perfect stranger be your best woman? That's so sad, though. Like, I feel oh, like that was a good one to end on. That was a great episode. Honestly, 10 out of 10 would recommend to a friend. If you are ever bored and want to know if your life is a dumpster fire, it probably is not. Read Am I the Asshole to make yourself feel better. But if you're on Reddit, please make sure that you read the Reddit 
am I the asshole and not the A-I-T-A because it'll just redirect you to am I the asshole. <laughs> and that takes us to our rapid fire question. Do, 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 do. Which we have already come to the consensus that I will always go first because Christopher has usually the better questions. So my question is, how good are you at keeping secrets? I would give myself a solid 7 out of 10 stars. <laughs> In that, like, I know which secrets, like, need to be kept. But, like, sometimes there's some that are just really funny that I'm like, that's a secret. And so, like, I'll tell one other person because... <laughs> I would say that I'm about the same, too. Like, honestly, if you're telling me something, like, it's either going to be told to Chris or Isaac. <laughs> Someone else is gonna hear it. And like, and that's like, it's not even like I'm not a good secret keeper. I feel like there's some things where I'm like, oh yeah, I'm like, oh my god, that's a muscle. But there's like mm-hmm. some things where I'm just like, okay, let me just like soundboard this off to you because am I in the wrong for thinking that this person is in the wrong? <laughs> this was a little wild. You told me this. Oh, okay. So my question is, who is or was your favorite like daytime TV talk show host? Oh man. There have been so many. There have been so many. Especially, like, in the summer, in high school and middle school, when you were, like, out for the summer, you could actually yes. watch the daytime or, TV. Or, like, when you're sick. hmm <laughs> Like, ooh, I could catch this show. All right. I feel like Oprah is that girl, you know? She's out here. She's still doing things. Like, every boss girl wants to be her. Oh, man. Okay, before Ellen came out as problematic, she was the girl, too. <laughs> <laughs> i used to just like watching like when ellen would do the when she would do like the christmas the christmas ellen part that was the part i was here for and then she had that game of games and then when it came out that her workplace was like toxic i was like ellen we were rooting no. for you i wanted this to last forever <laughs> so yeah probably i'm kind of basic oprah and ellen what about you i mean they're legends like Oprah clearly like laid the groundwork for so many people Um, but more recently I found I don't know if they still have their shows because you know I I work during the day don't really get to see them and they don't have them (laughs) on the weekends but um I used to really enjoy watching the Drew Barrymore show oh my god I forgot she had one Mm -hmm. and Kelly Clarkson that was a new she's like a new one though she's coming up I think Mm -hmm. Kelly Clarkson is such like she's She's the people's girl she is, and that's the thing. That I think that's why I really like her and Drew Barrymore because they're not like they're not girls, girls. They're not guys, girls. Like they're kind of. I wouldn't they're even just say they're living their best life. Yeah, exactly. Like they're just women who have done what they've done, and now they have a talk show for it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I just love both of their shows. There's just there's something just so fun and wholesome about them. And you know so what? Like Shout it. out to Burlington, Texas, for producing Kelly Clarkson. Hmm. All right, Emma, where can people find the podcast? You can find our podcast on Instagram and Twitter at the Tea with Crema. You can also find our podcast on YouTube and anywhere else that you stream your podcasts. If you'd like to buy us a cup of tea, you can also find us on Venmo at the Tea with Crema. We hope to see you next time. Bye.